from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. That's literally my line. Who says clink out loud? Cheers, girls. One, two, three, clink. Or one, two, clink. One, two, three, cheers. Welcome to Crying in Public. Hello. Let's say how we're gonna start. I was waiting for you to like start it. Hello, guys. I don't know what's wrong. It was like Sarah and I have been fine all day. Yeah, but I don't know if like a bee literally do bees like shit pollen or something. Whatever. But I don't know because I'm not even gonna pretend to laugh at you that you said that because I don't even know. Like yeah. maybe they. Do. I was like, girl, okay, laugh at me, but you explain it. <laughs> no, yeah, literally. I don't know what happened, but for the last like hour, Sarah and I's eyes have both been watering. I can't breathe. I probably sound so nasally. And it's just the last hour. I don't know why. Wait, now I'm on this. Fuck a pollen. I thought bees took the pollen. Oh my God. Did we graduate fourth grade? I thought bees took the pollen from the flower and carried it back to their hive to make honey. I am allergic. So I consider it none of my business what they do. As long as You're allergic to bee stings? Yeah. <gasps> why do you think I freaked? Actually, I feel like everyone's allergic though. Because doesn't that shit always hurt? It hurts, but I think the difference is, like, it gets puffy and red and you, like, die. <laughs> I told you that story about me running from those bees with my uh, rolling backpack. Yeah. You told it on the podcast, right? Yeah. Because it's so funny. 
Yeah, I broke fuck, fuck my fucking foot over it, but like that's hilarious. They didn't sting me. Ah. Wait, so if you're new to the podcast, maybe you should tell this because it was a while ago. Tell the okay. short version of that story because it's really funny. So basically, I have like pretty bad karma. Like whenever I do something, <laughs> it comes back to bite me. And like I had never broken a bone before in my life because like I'm just so careful. I'm very clumsy, but I don't ever break things because I'm clumsy. But we had this trip um, in ninth grade. I went to school in Jacksonville, Florida. And we went to this random ass place in the fucking like mountains of Georgia to like bond. We were freshmen. I didn't bond with nobody. Actually, I did bond with my group because we were traumatized. But oh. you got two. Wait, how old were you? It was ninth grade. Oh, okay. Like going into ninth grade. I got it. And um, we got these squirrels' nests instead of tents, which was like a piece of wood on the side of a tree. And there was a bat stuck in it. It was super gross. We named it Chewy, whatever. Anyway, so we had a five mile hike and we had to bring a backpack to carry like. I know, like five mile up, five mile down. And so we um, had to bring like a backpack to like keep our stuff in or whatever. Obviously I'm lazy as hell. So I brought a rolling backpack and everyone was laughing at me and saying shit about me, but I was like, watch it come in handy. So this is is like good and bad karma, but whatever. So we're going up the hill or the mountain, whatever the fuck it's called. And it's like a skinny trail. So like if you go to the right, it's you fall off the mountain and if you go to the left there is no left it is a like big mountain so you you can only go straight so the kid in (laughs) front of me has a walking stick where'd he find it i don't know he's picked it up off the ground i guess sanitary like ill and there was a beehive in the ground since when i learned to adapt like that you should be in a tree you should be far away there is so much air and land why are you why are you near people whatever so he puts the walking stick into the beehive and they swarm up like crazy warning you they're not just bees they're yellow jackets i don't know what the difference is but apparently they're like no idea yellow jackets could live in the ground that is unfair it's like a big hole and there was like a a nest in it unfair so they're like swarming and shit and everyone's at least screaming crying and the worst part is is i was towards the back of the line so all you see people in front of you screaming and crying and being attacked it's you one were like, thing. oh, mountain lion. I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not doing this. Because it's different if you're like the first person to go through because you just get stung. You don't see when else gets stung. Right. But if you're watching kid after kid screaming, it's just a Hunger Games stuff. You know when they all get attacked by those, like, what are those things called? Yeah. No, um, the tracker jackers. The tra- <gasps> wow. How'd you remember that? Yes. because I was traumatized. Memory. Oh, bitch. Memory unlock. Ding, ding. So um, we're like walking. And he's not saying like and so. We were walking. And I realized I have a rolling backpack because I'm a genius. Yeah. I'm Albert, Alberta Einstein. And so <laughs> I tied the backpack like around my legs because it was, had like the four roll wings on it. Four rollers, four, four wheels. That's what they're called. There you go. Rollers, rollings, wheels. It's okay. So I really can't breathe. So I have to like take a big gulp every five seconds. So um, I keep it around my legs and I'm walking and they sting my backpack. And I was like, oh, you know, we can like hear it. That's the worst part. So they see my backpack and I see them like drop dead. And I was like, ah, like suck it. And then, um, so I was the only person in the whole group didn't get stung. And so we're walking down the mountain. Like we reach the top, we're walking down. And I can still hear them, feel them, whatever. And I felt something on my neck. And I was like, I know I'm not crazy. There's something on my neck. So I grabbed it with my t-shirt. You know how like, you get paranoid, like you hear things that are not really there. But like I squished it a little bit and I felt it. And I heard that, and there's nothing worse than that noise. No, so in it your makes ear, especially like when it was so close to your yes. ear. Yes, so it's like either let it go and it stings me so hard on my neck, 
or this bitch coming home with me because like, I'm not letting it go. So I tried to like throw my shirt. <laughs> coming home with me. Like I tried to literally throw my shirt like across, like like just throw the yeah. neck. That doesn't make any sense. But in my mind, I was like, I can throw this. And I guess I just like, my idea was to throw and run. But like I said, I, we're in a line and it's, it's all straight. So and you were like the last one. I was like the last one. So I just darted to the left a little bit, like off the mountain and tripped over a huge tree trunk, tree trunk, tree trunk. And I tore my foot in like four places. And sit, and I mind you, they were like, you can go to the hospital now or you can go later. Oh my God, the paramedics were so cute. We were going whitewater rafting the next day. That was the only thing I was looking forward to on the trip. So I was like, oh no, it's okay. It's probably just like a little like cutie cute sprain. Like it's fine. But the worst part is, the worst part is when you go whitewater rafting, you have to stick your foot in the like in between the side of the boat and your seat and the whole thing is inflatable so it squeezes you must have been in the most excruciating Bruh, of your life. people i thought i was wet because the water no i was crying it hurt so bad because i stick that foot in like the the side of the boat so oh, no i had to way. wait till i got home like four days later to get my foot checked out and sarah's seen the pictures of it it's literally like a tree trunk it was it's disgusting. the most nasty thing. Do you think like it got worse because you left it untreated for a little bit, or was it like like do you think it would have it would have been like that anyways? I think it was back. So I had to keep walking on it. I had to walk. Yeah. I had to hike back down the mountain, white water raft, walk around the whole time, like whatever. And, and like, like, there's no way the white water rafting didn't, didn't make, make it, it worse. worse. And hiking boots are so stiff that it's hard to stick anything extra on a hiking boot. So it just wasn't cute. And like the veins were popping out in weird ways. And I was like, whatever. Ew, yeah, the veins. No, Bruh. you just unlocked a memory that I was I trying to work out. I had to miss my freshman year homecoming. But then it's so funny though, because I sat out the entire cheer season because I couldn't cheer, obviously. So I just sat in my uniform on the sideline. And I got the coach's award. I think it's because I talked to her and listened to her business for like the entire season. Because she'd be talking oh. about her divorce. And I'd be like, wow. <laughs> and then she gave me the award. And I was like, ah. Per. you were like i didn't cheer and everyone was like what the fuck and i was like thank you sit down because you're jealous the best moment of my life i think me how can i make this about myself the best yeah, moment me. of my life in, in ever was like junior year going into senior year and there was this one like award so by the way you know how i was bitter that i didn't get the voice scholarship going into high school yeah. i love the girl who did like she's an amazing singer and like she deserved it but i was like mm. and i was bitter and anyway junior year there was this other award that went out to like the most dedicated like musician whether that meant singer whatever blah 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 blah. and like I was president of the glee club with guys I was president of the glee club period more like a queen or like a Rachel Berry I was like a Santana definitely not Santana I'm still I could never be Santana I was probably Britney I love Santana I was probably more Rachel than Britney because I was very like guys guys oh gossip girl you were definitely Rachel I was so right oh my god I yeah gossip girl who uh no no no, but I would literally be that girl who was like guys 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 that's a c-sharp that do you know your lyrics do you know your lyrics no well then go home and rehearse because you should be off book by now like off book um anyway there was this award that was given out to the most like dedicated musician it was like the first year they ever did it and I was striving for that award but there's this girl in my grade who was also in glee club whose grandmother sponsored that award so I was like of course the other girl's gonna get it or the vocal scholar's gonna get it so I was like whatever and I got it her Sydney you would have thought I like you would have thought someone stood up in front of me and was like you have now been elected queen of the world like it was the pro- it was the best day of my life to this day I was crying and everyone was like isn't that you just get like $3,000 scholarship and I was like <laughs> we're, was gonna, we're gonna brag about ourselves and go off for a little bit okay go ahead so all the art girlies hated me the art girlies the art what girlies. do you mean like 
Fine arts or like? Fine arts. Okay. And visual arts. Okay. So <laughs> because I just did it all. But yeah. because my senior year of high school, I don't know how the hell I got this approved. Probably because the person who approved it, my, my uh, vice, what's it called? Vice president. Vice president. <laughs> vice principal. <laughs> Sorry, we're a little off. I vice principal was literally Baker acted for kidnapping a teacher, but whatever. Oh, yeah. I was like, Mr. Sir, can I do three arts? He said, yes. And I was like, okay. I was on the AP track for all of them too, so I had to do like the the year long. Right. But so my I was good at photography. Like I admit I was good. But there were girlies who were better at it, but they weren't me. So we had this uh, like our AP New York. Can you shush? Literally <laughs> like, respect. I'm really, I'm really just talking, and you're woo, whatever. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, every podcast recording. They, they don't want me to shine. That's no. what they, they don't want me to shine. They're taking away their moment. So like. But anyway, we had like a gallery for like our AP art or you had to have like an installation where it wasn't just like you put your pictures up, you had to like install something, put oh. your pictures in it. And so my whole thing was I shot like uh, black people through or black men through broken glasses. It was like a documentary series about the Ferguson riots. And so I literally broke like 10 mirrors and hung them from the ceiling so you could like see yourself in the art or whatever. It was kind of cute, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure that's why I have bad luck because I literally broke like 15 mirrors from Target. And so um, I was like, there's no way I'm going to win. Because like some kids have like TV boxes and like all this shit. And I won. And I was like, I know you bitches are jealous. I know you were like, why? And so that was the first moment. And then we had a senior, we had our senior art banquet where like all the seniors, like from every art, no matter visual, final, what, visual, final, visual or fine, whatever, like came. And so um, I got, so they had like, normal awards like like funniest girl whatever and then we had the director of arts give out like four glass awards like not even like like certificates or like no they were like fucking holographic glass and i got the dance award and bitches were mad because dance at my school was like a click like those girls had been in the same studio like same teacher same whatever since like fifth grade yeah they were like the teacher lesbian and literally gonna get yeah that they wouldn't speak to me in class that's how bad it was like they had group chats without me hexy boards without me and i was the only other person in honors dance that wasn't in that group because i had done dance outside of school so i didn't have time to do it in school because i had cheerleading so my senior year i was like i'm gonna fucking do it because like i want to and so I got into honors, which was like already like a big thing. So you had to do four years to get into honors, and I didn't. Eh. And so then I got that award, but just were mad. Girls were mad. Where is that award? Whatever. I picture me. <laughs> I picture me literally like do <laughs> it in front of all these girls. But I was like, yeah, fight me. Mm. That's so funny. They all deserved it. Yeah, I'm so was... sorry. Like I hate them, and I don't even know them. And I, I, know. I know it's unfair of me, but I don't care. I love them. Oh, I, I wish, don't. I wish they love me. <laughs> that was so depressing. <laughs> Bitches are mad. Ah. Sorry, that was literally 15 minutes of us bragging about ourselves. Welcome anyway, to crying in public. Day, yeah, <laughs> crying in public. Literally, it was crazy. I like had to, after I won that I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm so, <laughs> so that cute. was the most disgusting. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go blow my nose. Okay. Guys, so I know you guys know that I hate TikTok. Or like I have for so long said that I hated TikTok. But I went viral from making fun of Sarah. So now I like TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's, like, the first thing we should have led with um, with this episode is that Sydney is now an influencer. No, she's the anti I'm the anti-influencer. Ew, you say anti? Okay, pause, motherfucker. <laughs> you telling me, listen to Rihanna, and I was like, what Rihanna album are listening to? You said, you would say anti? I would literally lock you out the house. I would literally, I would literally lock you out the house. I, I mean, when I saw it, when I see her out, what, do you, what is it supposed to be? Anti. anti. You're like, oh my god, Rihanna's anti- 
I did say, yeah, I do say auntie describing her album. Yeah, Am I canceled? Sarah. You're from that P state, that's why. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of my speech is messed up. Like, the reason I say, like, family and, like, auntie or, like, auntie or whatever the fuck I said. I think it's because I grew up in so many places that, like, all of the... I'm going to shove that in anywhere I can. I think it's, like, the fact that I grew up around so many dialects, I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> I just kind of, like, talk. Bruh, if an organism ever called me Auntie Sydney, I would literally be like, get away from me. Wait, so you're the anti-influencer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the anti-influencer. No, I'm the anti-influencer. <laughs> okay. So I was, like, saying, like, ant, like, ant farm. Wait, stop everything. Stop everything. I'm the ant farm no. influencer. <laughs> stop, stop. You know that TikTok trend that's like dun 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 dun, dun with the fingers and they're trying to like do it to the beat of the song? Do you know that trend or no? No musical theater so TikTok sorry. minus babies and grandmas and sexy men. You are right. Oh, a sexy man that followed you back because of how famous you got. But wait, I have to tell the story first. So it's the bum 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 dun dun bum. Uh, there's a lot of controversy about whether or not the song ends on like the ring finger or the pinky finger because they go like this and they go dun. The police don't want us to be great. A cap. Like, dun 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 and then they see what finger it lands on like the end of the song and some girls take it so seriously and they like post on some girls and guys are like take it so seriously and they post on TikTok and they're like I literally went to Juilliard and I'm majoring in six instruments and I'm doing X, Y, and Z and I know it lands on like the pinky finger or the ring finger, like whatever. And that's been like a huge controversy on TikTok. Theater talk. And then some, no, no, it literally like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why no Broadway's dead. Because they'd be like, it's a fucking ring finger. Literally. And then some girl did a parody of it and she was like, I, she like just, she used like China and McLean's character for like her description she's like i literally am fluent in 17 million instruments and also have a degree in music from ant farm <laughs> bro ant farm was the crackiest head show i've ever seen in my entire life oh my god speaking of crack shows have you seen the the new um trailer for iCarly? iCarly, yes see so disney plus canceled lizzie mcguire's like new thing for being like too adult or too mature they're like it's not gonna appeal to like younger kids anymore like, our Kelly's doing it right. I know those executives in their beds, like, boo-hoo, we were stupid. Because it's what the people want. It's what the girlies want. It's what the gays want. It's what everybody's... It's what... It's what the... Oh, my God. Like Donald it's what the girlies, the gays, and the... <laughs> those little chunky dogs. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Uh, Cindy and I went to this amazing restaurant last night called... Uh, so if you're in New York City, this is for you. It's called the Oak Tuscan Truffle Lounge. And oh. we were there for... Someone asked you what that was called on Instagram today. Like, someone listened to the podcast. And I was like, I don't know, Truffle. Truffle place. Truffle, truffle bar. <laughs> truffle bar. And they're like, oh, they're like, okay. I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what it's called. Well, no, because it's it's four, like, it's four names. So it's, like, confused. Like, four names. Four words. So it's, like, a little bit, like, hard to... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're, this pollen so, has us has us tripping today. Like, is there some sort of gas in here? Like, well, watch it! Watch like literally have like C three poisoning or something. Literally. So, <laughs> bro, Sarah's <laughs> laugh is to me is the funniest thing this year. Like, there's nothing that makes me laugh more than Sarah's laugh. If I could have that on like a recording, just like a, like the bron, like I swear yeah. that could be like a bronchitis test. Like laugh. <laughs> okay, yes, you have it. <laughs> and then compare it to mine. I never used to laugh like this until I started smoking freshman year. But your mom laughs like that too, but like a like a fainter version. Yeah, hers is a daintier version of mine, like a more graceful version, uh, like a rich white mom like ooh version of my. My laugh. family just sounds like a family of Windex. <laughs> Your laugh is so funny. Wait, do your laugh. Do you know? Uh-huh. Can you do it? Someone told me I sound like a cat in a blender once, and I was like, "That's so specific." It's very Simon Cowell of that person yeah. to say. Wait, Simon Powell? Cowell? Simon, Simon Cowell. Are you sure? Why'd you unlock that memory of him? I don't know. Oh my god! So my dad made those reservations for Hell's Kitchen in Vegas, mm-hmm. and I just saw on TikTok that there are two Hell's Kitchens in Vegas in the same hotel in Caesar's Palace. One's outside and one's inside, and apparently one's so much better than the other. And I, I have now I, I have two to same restaurants, but I keep forgetting. Hmm? I got two places in the same place. I don't know. I don't. They they also might have been kidding, but like I just watched the TikTok and I was like. <gasps> but anyway, so they sat at the truffle lounge, this like entire plate of truffles next to us for a photo op because they were there for t- for our TikToks, and like they literally sat this plate of like 19 truffles in front of Sydney and I and we both looked at it we were like this is weird like aren't truffles so expensive like oh my god are we supposed to eat this like we were so confused fried ball sacks is what it looked like but like make it rich yeah they look like mini coconuts but like darker anyway we were like what and then we looked it up apparently like 
a truffle can go like a singular truffle thingy can go from anywhere from like $450 to over like $8,000 per truffle so Cindy and I were staring at this and we were like this is more than our this could be more than both of our college tuitions combined for a mushroom yeah and like I love truffles don't get me wrong they're awesome but like I also like potatoes and like they're like 20 cents so I don't understand but this restaurant was amazing. It, it was one really of the good. best restaurants we've literally ever been to. I cried at it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's the first time I cried in public in like a week. So what we get when we hang out together. Yeah. We had what? Crab cakes, burrata, the best burrata we've best ever burrata. had. Best burrata. Uh, foie gras. Foie gras. Foie gras. Who, who the hell is a foie gras? I was like, it's either some grass or some duck. Medium rare steak. <clears throat> oh, and the cacio pepe was so good. Anyway. Sarah made us potatoes and didn't even didn't even put fucking olive oil on it. Did not put salt or pepper. And I was like, "Bruh, I pulled it out of the oven and I was like, why is this shit ashy? <laughs> I've never seen an ashy potato before in my life." Yeah, we tried one of those like make at home meal kits today and it said like put olive oil and salt and pepper on like the potatoes before you put them in the oven obviously as anybody would do. And I did, but I think I wasn't thinking I, well, I know I wasn't thinking because I was joking with Sydney and I put like a drop of olive oil in the pan, put all the potatoes, all the vegetables, didn't put salt and pepper and then threw them in the oven. And like 10 minutes in, you were Sydney there was like, hmm, that doesn't smell. And then she looked in the oven and she was like, they these were, look they ashy. ashy. They weren't even moving. Like usually <laughs> when you put potatoes in the oven, they like sizzle a little bit and you put a little olive oil in the middle and shake a little. And no, the shit were just sitting there like a rock. I was like, Sarah, why does it look so dry? I was like, did you not read the instructions? She's like, yeah, I put it on there. I was like, where? She goes, probably dried up. I was like, olive oil <laughs> in the oven. I did say that. Okay, let's dive into the topic. Give us an intro, Sydney. Ladies, gents, we're giving you the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the embarrassing, the horrors, the prides, the the winnings. That was so good on the whim. Okay, analogies. Let's be facts. Synonyms. Synonyms. <clears throat> Antonyms. Whoa. Whoa. Dictionary. The <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh, just literally have <laughs> aneurysm. What was that? <laughs> Guys, it's the pollen. We're 30 minutes and we haven't introduced the topic yet. That was the longest life update we've ever given in our lives, but welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Dictionary. Oh, what noise just came out your mouth? Oh, the source as well. Yeah, sorry, the audio block was insane right now. Anyway, all that stuff about our date, about just dating in general, not just in New York City, but just like how to approach the dating world because hot girl summer is coming up. However, it's also do whatever the fuck you want summer, and what the fuck you might want to do is get a man or a girl or whatever you want. So, we're giving you our tips, our tricks, our stories to, you know, just help you guys. Because we have dated half of America. <laughs> we've, we've gone through them, y'all, for you. We've tested them for you. We've, we've gotten foolproof. We've conducted scientific journals for, for you, you so that you don't have to do it yourself. We should like a dating series on TikTok. We should. And we should make our tagline like we did it so you didn't have to. Wow. We're like the BuzzFeed try guys. <laughs> So we try men. <laughs> okay, so, um, okay, so I'm gonna talk about the most recent date I've been on because I think I've explained this so many times, but there's not a way I can do it. Doesn't sound like a hoe, but um, like when I meet new girls, for some reason, it makes me very, very nervous in the sense that like 
I think because coming from my point of view, I'm always scared that they're going to judge me like for looks before personality. Right. And like I was an ugly kid growing up as well as an ugly adult. So the personality is what draws people in, you know. Mm-hmm. And if it does, so if it doesn't, good luck, Sydney. Um, oh. But with guys, I feel like I just don't feel that pressure. And that's obviously like very outdated, very sexist, very generalized. But it's just how I've grown up with it. So dates for me have never really been an issue because, number one, I talk so much. It's literally embarrassing. Two, I love meeting new people. And three, I'm just very comfortable from the get-go, usually, unless the guy's giving off, like, mad, bad vibes, you know? Ew, I sound like a surfing mad, bad vibes. So, but the most recent date I've been on with new guy, was probably one of the best I've been on in a very long time. And let me just paint you a picture. We met on Bumble. We talked for quite literally two seconds snapchatted and snap texted every day for like three weeks but okay I, they're coming for my vibe they're coming for my voice my shine <laughs> my sugar my sugar yeah like they're... kept planning to go out but i was so busy with exams and then he'd be busy and we couldn't find a date or a time part of me was like what if we just never meet like whatever and then he was like okay i, I have a surprise date for us like or this is okay. That was just, that was original date, and then we had to cancel again. So he was like, "We're gonna walk to Macy's from my apartment." Am I just fucking far? Like that was like seven avenues, like 10, 20 blocks. And then he's like, "We're gonna walk to IKEA, which is on the other side of Manhattan." And I was like, "Walk? That's an interesting concept, you know." <laughs> Not, to, no Uber, no Uber. No, black. no. And then my my favorite part was we were going for a beauty sponge. And I wanted to, like, tell him that you can get those from, like, Walgreens. But he was like, no. It's, it's a very specific kind that's only sold in this one store. Mind you, the store didn't sell it. Like, fast story short. But anyway. Fast story short? Long story short. We spent, like, six and a half hours together straight. Talked the entire time. Got, like, very deep about life. And even though, like, I usually expect, like, going out to dinner or, like, getting drinks or getting coffee, it felt nice to do something new, one. And two, because we were walking so much, we had so much time to get to know each other. So we got drinks on the way back. And then we could, like, finally sit down and, like, talk. But I think it just made me more comfortable, like, just having that, like, space to just, like, chill, you know? It's not threatening. It's not, like, nerve-wracking. So you can talk about things around you or, like, where you're going, things, whatever. And in that moment, which has never happened to me before ever, because I always have that idea where, like, oh, I'm not going to sleep with the guy on the first date, and then I do. Um, because, you know, vibes. And we were sitting there talking, and I was like, I want to wait. I've never had that thought so, like, I've never stuck to that thought before. Usually I either, like, don't see the guy at all, or I do on the first date and never see him again. But I was like, I see this going somewhere to the point where I don't want to mess it up by sleeping with him. And he was so fine with it. It was scary. We waited until we had, like, three days to even, like, be anywhere near intimate. And, like, I was, I thought the idea was outdated of, like, waiting. But I think allowing us to build something, like, emotional, you know, it was only three dates, getting to know each other and me being comfortable with him especially after like things that happened in my past made the whole experience so much better to the point where like we're doing long distance now kind of and i'm okay with it because we've established that sex doesn't come first which i think is so important so like that's my advice right now because i'm kind of fucking with it like focus on me make me feel good and then we focus on you you know like put yourself first wait let that emotion stuff build before you give yourself in a way like that you know that's awesome to hear you say it's a first. It's definitely yeah. a first because I am a hot girl summer all the way. I'm hot girl year round. <laughs> Bruh, the Colorado State Police keeps commenting on my stuff and I get so confused. That's so weird that in Rana, like, why Colorado? They said, hey, bestie. <laughs> what? 
I'm so dead. So two things, if I may. And the first is that, like, it's so nice to be friends with someone who doesn't really get nervous for first dates because it's, it is more of, like, a personality, like, uh, like immediate attraction, get to know each other. Like, I like how much emphasis you put on, like, we have to like each other before we lust or love each other. Yeah. And I like that a lot because that's exactly how I feel, even though I'm also one of those people who do end up having sex on the first date. and when, But when I don't, that's when you know. But anyway, I really like that you don't get nervous for first dates because you're just, like, confident about yourself on, like, this whole other level where you're like, this is who I am. I'm going to put it on the line. And, like, if they like it, that's awesome. And if they don't, they don't. And that's number one. So I just wanted that little, like, brag about my best oh friend my for God. a second. Bitch, what was that? So... And number two, I really like how, like, uh, because I met around the exact same time that Cindy met <laughs> Sarah, guys, Sarah's I so bet. bad at using the nicknames. So, so bad. It's okay, the but worst. the thing is, new guy can only be called new guy for so long. It's like he doesn't get new anymore. No, he, he doesn't feel guy. new. But Guy Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Hombre. Hombre <laughs> fuego. To diners, drive-ins, and knives. I really Honestly. like new guy, which will probably change his name soon. But I really like new guy just because, like, when I I met him around the same time that Sydney met new guy. And literally on the first date you met him. Yeah, and yeah. It's awesome because I third wheel Sydney a lot, and I really like to see. I really liked to see the chemistry because you could tell they were both like immediately on the same page. Like there was no awkwardness, no awkward silences, no like mm, should I say this? Should I not? Like I feel like you guys are both very like honest with each other. And I had to ask you several times that day. I'm like, are you sure you guys have never met in person before? Because it seems like you guys. Like, the second you met each other in person, it seemed like you'd been friends for, like, three months. That's one thing, too. Like, he made such an effort to, like, impress you and get to know you, like, as my friend. And I think that was also a big thing for me because I was like, you better. So if she don't like you, just snip, 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 cut it. But on that note, while they're happy, have I ever known you we've been on a first date? Besides that random guy for Valentine's Day. Oh. Ugh. A guy um, you were, like, serious about seeing. Because you met Ponyboy during quarantine, so I wasn't with uh, you. That also wasn't, that wasn't the first time, like, I met him. Oh, but you weren't, you were there when I got with 90 Degree Angle Guy, but it wasn't, it was, because remember, I left from 212 oh, yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Gideon was there? I left. He gave me lap dance on my face in all the restaurant. It was that night. <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't think you ever, oh, um. You were there for that. Oh, girl, I was there for that. And that, that was the first time I ever met him, so yeah. yeah I was waiting there. for you in the lobby for that, yes. Yeah, for literally 30 minutes. Yes. Well, it was more like 20. <laughs> I'm so dead. I'm cutting his name out, but that's really funny. Now I think about it, we've had so so many bad experiences, like bad dates, especially with NYU guys. Bro, 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 bro. After oh. the first three weeks at NYU, I was like, I'm, cut, I'm cutting him off. It's tonight. <laughs> snip, snip. It's tonight. I have a bad story off the tip of my tongue. Do you, would you like to go first? No, no, go ahead. Okay, here it is. Speaking of NYU guys. <laughs> freshman year, the second day of my, coll- my college experience overall, like the second day of freshman year, the day after I moved in, like finished moving into my dorm, which was third north, if you're an NYU junkie, or you go, <laughs> uh, I met this guy in the breakfast hall. Ew. And he like came up to me and was like, oh my God, I'm having this kickback at my house tonight. You should come. And I was super innocent freshman year. So I really wasn't like he invited me in front of my roommate at the time. Her name was Casey. Love her. Anyway, uh, he invited me 
and Casey was there. So in my brain, I was like, okay, like all my friends can come. So I, that night, I invited six of my closest friends at the time. So all my roommates and like a few of these guys we met down the hall to this like what I thought was going to be a party. And we get there. Obviously, this is pre-COVID. And we get there and it was literally just him in like a bathrobe and Ew. like two of his roommates that and sounds, i was like what? that's red flaggy though like that's creepy I, yeah i was like what would i have been walking into if i came into myself so that was already weird to begin with and then he was like let me give you a tour of the apartment i was like number one this is a dorm number <laughs> two that's so nyu welcome to my abode <laughs> yeah well yeah it's like 73 questions with vogue i was like this is not all that and so he like walked me in his room and he automatically like shut the door and I was so into it and we were like whatever getting it on hooking up it was cute I thought he was so hot he played baseball it was like athleticism because like the previous boyfriend that I had dated like the three guys that I've dated before him were all theater guys so it was like so refreshing so I was like yes I'm so into this and (laughs) we get into it and we get down and dirty and did I just say that it two pumps in Yes, I just said that. He looks at you me. You call it pumps? Mm-hmm. Like you had a gas station. Somebody humps. And he like got some face. He was like, I don't think you want it. And I was like, sir, you are inside of me. That's yeah, a- you're right. I literally don't want it. Like, what are you saying? And then he was like, I think I'm going to make you wait. Like, wait until later tonight. Like, I'm going to rock your fucking world. I'm going to give you the best head you've ever gotten in your life. Like, and I go, we all go to this, <laughs> we all go to this, like, party. And he, like, leaves with some other girl. And I was like, <gasps> but then later I find out that the girl's his cousin. And she just got so drunk that he helped her back to her apartment. And he was waiting for me. And I just left because I thought he was Did being he an tell asshole. you that? No, no, he uh, didn't. So I was like, he, that's not the dumbest story. <laughs> he told you no, that was his cousin. Yeah, no, I like. Who's felt, his cousin? I uh, I don't know her name oh, now. I thought, I thought it was at NYU. No, no, he he just invited. She like lives in the city, and he just invited her to the party. That's mad weird. Also, because she fell she fell down a flight of like eight stairs. I was like, oh, okay, that, she was that kind of. Well, the guy moved into our apartment building this last year, so seeing him every day was super awkward. I've met that man maybe fifteen times. He the same me, guy that I'm talking about, guy. by the he way, He actually seen me cry in a middle of a restaurant while I was with him, yes. Not, like, alone, but, like, in a group. And um, he pretends like he does not know me. No. And I find that's, that's why I knew he had three exes from that one interaction. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One guy, I went on one date with him, genuinely one, and I met him on Bumble. And it was like during that phase of trying to like get over someone, but like not getting over them really because I just wasn't really into it. But um, so we went on one date to like, uh, he was gonna make reservations. He forgot to make them. So we get there and like it's a two hour wait. And we were like, it's freezing out, so no. So we just walked, we found like some random restaurant. I was like, this looks great, let's go. And, and I thought we were getting dinner because like I was hungry, it was food time. We said we we're getting dinner. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get a drink. So I was like, I'm not gonna eat then. So I just got a drink too and I was so hungry and drinks were awful. But anyway, he had just moved from Michigan. He went to U Michigan. And just moved here to start his job, like, the week before we met. And I see his face drop, like, randomly during conversation. Mind you, we were, like, barely talking. It's like, I just could not get him to speak. Which is weird, because we were texting. He was talking so much. But his face, like, drops. And I was like, oh, God. His ex-girlfriend, who broke up with him, like, two months prior, walks into the room. Mind you, she's from Michigan. So the odds of them being in the same place is, like, really random. And they sit down the table next to us. And he doesn't, like, make a comment. And they start talking. Like, he literally just turns his chair and they start talking, like, whispering. I was like, um, what? And finally, after like 10 minutes of talking, I was like, I might as well just leave. And he was like, oh, sorry. Like, that's just like an old friend of mine. And I was like, okay. The rest of the conversation. Oh my God, the sirens. Was it the fourth time this episode? Holy God. It's annoying. You know, like I talk my ass off, but like it gets to a point where you talk so much where like you just, you're talking to yourself. Like those be like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, do you have anything fruitful to say about anything? Yeah. Like, I tried every topic from politics to music to Michigan to New York to finance. I mean, I, you know what's bad when I was like, oh, my God, tell me about finance. Because I, I could not care less. And then Desi with him, yes. The sex was awful. But he had good views. Mad good views. And he texted me around later. He's like, we should hang out again. Like, four weeks later. And I was like, like, why? Why? Ill. No. That's crazy. I think if we're going to talk about, like, the worst date we've ever been on, I'm tempted to say the 90 degree angle dick guy just solely because of like the sex. But in reality, I don't know. I've had worse dates. I think I'm going to mention this one that I met this one guy like at this Italian restaurant and we went on a few dates after we met. He was a member at Soho House. So I was like, I got to make this work. So we go on. It's like what our third or fourth date or something. And he's a little older than I am. We've kissed a few times. But we've never actually like fucked or anything. So it's just kind of like still in the beginning stages, obviously. 
and we go and I'm asking him questions because he's Israeli so I was like asking him about his hometown and like his favorite stuff and I was like what are your like what were your favorite places in Israel like growing up to go to like what did you like to do when you were younger and he was like what do you mean and I was like well what what do you like to do for fun in Israel like what bars do you go to like whatever like what's your favorite place to go like when you go back home and he was like that's like me asking you what your favorite bar is in America and I'm like first of all not only is that not the same thing because Israel's so much smaller than the United States like duh but also if you ask me my favorite bar was in America I'd have an answer so you know like if someone from a foreign country was like what's your favorite bar in the United States like I wouldn't make them feel stupid and be like that's like me yeah that's like I'd literally be like okay a uh, vegetable bar like you know what I mean vegetable uh, bar. Like call, it has a name but I don't know why we call Lady it Ladybird. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's just, and also, I think the fact that he was so older, he was just, like, constantly trying to demean me. But I didn't really recognize it until, like, the third or fourth date. So I was like, did I do something that really showed my age? That's one thing I hate is, like, I usually date older guys. This is the first guy I've been with, like, or likes that's been my age Mm -hmm. since I was in high school. Yeah. That's the one thing that I cannot stand is guys in their, like, 20, like, mid-20s, like, 24, 25, 26, yeah. being like, oh, you're, like, you're literally a child. Yeah, like, you're a Like, baby. shut up. You have the maturity of literally 40. You play Call of Duty all day. All day. Like, you literally are on Minecraft, and you're on Reddit joking and making memes, and you're saying, I'm a child, because what? Like, I still wear Air Force Ones. Like, I just don't understand that. Yeah. It makes me so mad. I completely get that. I was just, like, and also, I, I think it wouldn't have really bothered me if we have already had sex, because once I tend to have sex with people, it's just kind of like, uh, okay, like, especially if we have sex on the first date. But this guy was purposefully trying to not have sex with me. So I was like, oh, maybe you actually really like me. And this is, like, kind of exciting. And then, like, he pulled a lot of that on, like, the third or fourth date. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, how old are you? Are you just having a bad day? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Weird. Men in New York, I swear. It's hard to find a good one. Yeah. It'd be taking years, years. Then you think you find a good one, and then you didn't. You did not. You don't feel it. And then you're like, oh my god, maybe this one. And then it's like, no. And I think about dating apps just not it anymore. Like no. I don't know. And like people organically, ew. Going out to people in bars, no. Having the picture, having my curated picture feed is helping me. Because in the bar, I'd be looking like crying. What's like for the for the girls out there, New York City or not, who really like want to meet people and have a successful date? What would your advice be to them? If you find out, let me know. Okay. Um, so I know you have amazing advice. It's kind of weird though, because like some of the people I never expected anything like to come from have been the people that meant the most to me. I think like <laughs> obviously like make sure like the situation's safe before you meet someone, but like there have been times when I haven't like immediately connected with someone over like Bumble or text or whatever. But then when you meet in person, it's like a whole other vibe because like it's more natural, it's easier to understand people, like whatever. But I think people like obviously vibes is like oh my god, I like got vibes. But having someone's energy, like being able to read people or like just be comfortable with someone, I think go with your instincts. Because if you're feeling uncomfortable on a first date or you sense some like mad shady things going on with a guy or whoever you're like talking to, take we – we also joke about red flags a lot. But I think especially now, just like with the weird climate we are having socially, like if you see a red flag, like just raising itself on the pole, you run. Don't let it get to – full staff like don't let it be waving in the wind like like let it go so i think because like for so long especially i've seen this on tiktok through our dms through our own conversations about like staying in toxic relationships for a very long time to so get comfortable in them and i think that one realizing your own value before you date anyone is the most important thing because if you don't love yourself if you don't value yourself how can you expect someone else to you know like all of your foundations for any kind of love any kind of relationships with, with friendships 
romantic whatever come from self-love or like that's the basis for it so that's the first thing you need to do and like that's something obviously i'm working on we talked about it last night well, i think that's the first thing to letting yourself be liked letting yourself be loved you know like sometimes we want to block things because we're scared but i think let yourself get to know someone like let you know you deserve it to like get to know someone great and be with someone great is a big very big thing for some people especially like me because i have very much anxiety about relationships so that's my advice that's what i'm working through right now so i think it's helpful to hear someone else say what you're thinking because i know i struggle a lot with that you know what i mean yeah. like i think um like I love my boyfriend and pony and everything and like nothing takes away from that but sometimes I'm just like you know like do I really deserve this and is this really for me because of like my past and like is like should I invest in something that could potentially have an ending you know what I mean and I think it's like to take the time to love yourself so much to try to make it work is really something like whether or not you have like actual anxiety or anxiety about things that's a good difference Mm -hmm. is that that always leads to self-sabotage because we want to we don't want to feel the pain of something happening so we end it before it can even happen but when you do that you don't get to experience the fullness of something that was a dumb thing i've ever seen my entire life it didn't make any sense nice. in my head i was like <laughs> we went from serious to joking to laughing to nothing to serious it was very like what you just said was very like hannah montana like ooh, oh, yeah. yeah why do we yeah Duh. they really have one for like every mood yeah, like, ooh, whoa, ooh, whoa, whoa, ooh, whoa, 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 yeah. I had a genie that gave me 14 wishes. I don't know which would be that whenever I walked out of a room, I'd like the song that matched my mood play. It's like Sharpay's like, give me a beat. Boom. Boom. Give me a beat. Give me a beat. She literally cringe. I mean, I love her, but maybe cringe. I think my, because I don't really yeah, what's think. what's your advice? Well, I think like I, first of all, in every best friend pair, there is the person who reads people really well like first impression wise and the person who doesn't i'm the person who does not Mm -hmm. and i think that like specifically with like girls you know like meeting other girls or like guys as friends i have a really bad judge i'm a very bad judge of like first impressions however regarding men like this is the reason why i make such a great wing woman is because I'm an amazing judge of like if the guy just wants to sleep with you or like if he doesn't and my first fallback ever is like oh my god he just wants to sleep with you and like that's just like what it is especially like for myself same and whenever I was in those situations like on a first date so this leads into my advice whenever I was in those situations on first dates and I would get the vibe like I wouldn't even wait until the flag was at half half mass I would just literally like I would never let them pay for the meal if I knew that that's what they were doing because I didn't want it to seem like oh yeah like I didn't want them to have that satisfaction after we would have sex I would always get up and leave and like never spend the night ever 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 then I would make it a point to never talk to them again in their bed that's like (laughs) that one guy went on a date with who I actually like was vibing with hella vibing. Like, mm-hmm. Ew, I can't just said that. Hella, hella vibing. vibing. We were just vibing. I like liked him a lot in the first date, and I was like, this could this could go somewhere. And then he was like, well, I'm gonna call you. Like, I really like you. And I was like, oh, oh that fucking guy. Yes. What an asshole. He even let him meet Sarah. And then mm-hmm. we go on a second date. Finally, after like two weeks, and he was like, I'll be honest, I don't do second dates. And I was like, well, why would you proudly admit that? You sound like an asshole. 
And we met up going on a third date, actually. And he was like, I would never ghost you. Like, I'm going to call you tomorrow. And I never heard from him again. I see what you're up to. I see what you're doing. My mom's yeah. like, I don't care anymore. But, like, don't over... I hate when guys overpromise as, like, a way to, like, seem attractive or, like, seem, like... I think they want girls to fall for them so they can feel the power of being, like, eh, I don't want it, you know? And I hate that. Especially, like, New York guys, thing. you know? Like, I feel like they're always so expectant. Like, I'm going to buy you drinks and dinner and all these things and then like you have to sleep with me and then I'm never going to talk to you yeah, again. I mean like a like a a barter. Like yeah. if I pay for your drinks, you have to you owe me something. Exactly. It makes me feel like uh like a trade. Like it makes me feel like an object and I kind of have always had this thing where like I'm not trying to be manipulative by being like, "Oh, well I think you're going to do this to me, so I'm going to do it to you." Like that's not what I'm trying to say and that's never what I've done. But like once someone has made it almost to the point like very obvious that that's what they wanted to do kind of like oh my god yeah like can't wait to but and then uh, you know what I mean like you can just tell like it's so obvious especially as a woman who has experienced a lot of like awful things when it comes to like sexual experiences with men like I understand how it works most of the time especially as a woman in my 20s living in one of the most populated cities in the nation I understand how it works and like I know how to play the game I play it extremely well and that's why i hate when men are like oh, i'm gonna do this to you like ill yeah everyone it literally makes me love it a laugh because i'm like you know you're not gonna but then do they that. never do up. it yeah exactly like you really over promising you're not gonna deliver whatsoever ill yeah it's, it's, it's so corny to me i think it's just i think it's so corny like it'll especially when you're in public and they're like i just met you i don't even know your middle name i don't know your last name you are michael bumble michael hinge michael b michael tinder hinge <laughs> bumble yeah no oh my god worst date i forgot to say it the catfish guy. So, oh my I god, I remember this, this guy. I he's this. pressing so hard to go get drinks, and I'm like, okay. He's 30 minutes late. It's pouring rain, and he comes up to me, and he was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Who are you?" And he was like, "Justin," and I was like, "Justin who?" When I tell you, I don't know if it was like his cousin or like him when he was younger or like the pre, like I don't know. It was like it wasn't like he looked different. It was like there's no way that's even like remotely the same person and he was so rude the entire date like calling me dumb and stuff like that because i didn't know what he was talking about about finance or whatever to the point where i literally called sarah and i was like please get me out of this and when he went to the bathroom i thought about running but i was like that's so rude and even the bartender was kind of like yikes like here on conversations i was like you think you're funny like this you're literally being being an asshole so i made sarah we have this thing called brunch brunch question brunch question mark brunch period or if I text Sarah brunch, she texts me brunch. That means call me right now. And Sarah calls me and she was like, Sydney. She also knew he couldn't hear her. So she just went <laughs> Oscar. She was like, Sydney, my foot's falling off. I just I gotta go home. And she's literally crying on the phone. And I was like, wow, you're There were foot. real tears. I did it in front of a few of our friends and they all give Sydney like a play-by. They gave Sydney a play-by-play. Next time yeah. they all saw her. That was an Oscar Grammy worthy performance. Meryl Streep should be scared. And I didn't know how to react. I was trying to start out to laugh. I was like, wow, that's very sad. Must I come home? Right now? Okay, I guess I will. I'm not doing anything important. And I literally ran. He was like, what, you're leaving? I was like, you thought I was going home with you after that? Em- embarrassing. And then he texted me. He was like, that was fun. I was like, I don't know what you consider fun. You little sadist. That was awful. That was yeah. humiliating. Gross. 
the best advice Sydney and I could ever give you is just like don't romanticize the situation especially if it's a first date which I think you and I do an amazing job of doing like especially on the first date we do not romanticize the situation literally at all like if we like them we say we like them and if we don't we say they don't and if we had sex and never want to see them again that's what we say yeah it's but sport, like baby I would say like just because the guy seemed nice on a dating app or like at the bar the first time you met and you planned the date doesn't mean that he's actually like that it doesn't mean that he actually just doesn't want you as a whole like oops but like it's true yeah like yeah it's true it's literally true so that's like number one and number two like know that you deserve to be chased like that's just what i think you know so if you want to play that kind of like sexy fox on the first date to see if they come back on like you know for the second date if they like you that much, then, like, do it. Like, yeah. be the Protect Samantha Jones on the first date and be the Charlotte, Charlotte York on the second date. Yeah. You're allowed I'd, to do I'd that. I'd be the Charlotte and then the Carrie and then, and then Sam and then back to Miranda Carrie. And, then and then back, back to, to Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Great, I, keep think, I keep thinking of all these stories out of the crevice of my mind. I make you want to literally, yeah. We all want to hear it, Sydney. Okay, it's the last one I'll tell. Okay. For this one. We should do a part two. We do, like, advice. Like, you ask people to, like, type in their question yes like we should two. at the end of this i'm gonna make a disclaimer and be like dm us because we're gonna use i'll do like DMs. a little post about it i went on a date with this guy the date was fun like we had a lot of, like a good conversation whatever until yes the guy was white i'm black if you didn't piece that, piece that together and he was like my mom would love you and i was like wow she grew up around black people in like philadelphia in like a black neighborhood i was like Okay, I grew okay. up in a white neighborhood. You want to play Pity Pat? Like, what? And so that kind of, like, turned me off a little bit. But anyway, he was super nice. His building was gorgeous. His apartment building was so nice. It was in Fidei. It had a bar in it. Like, not like a bar under it, but, like, for only residents only. On, like, the third floor, they had its own, like, bar overlooking, like, the water. And I was like, what in the bitch? And so anyway, we go upstairs. And it was Pokey Bear. It was giving Pokey Bear. Rabbit. Bunny rabbit. Energizer Bunny, but not in a good way. It's just point that I was really like, oh, I'm going to go home now. Like, in the middle of it. I was like, I'm going home. And so he called me an Uber. And I was like, yeah, never talking to him again. It was so bad that when I got home, I saw Sarah. I just burst out laughing. I, I couldn't even explain what happened. It was so bad. It was Pokey the Bear. Sometimes I think about, like, what we're doing, and it makes me laugh. Like, ew. We're mating. <laughs> Ew! God, Sydney! You have to ruin sex for me. The fuck? Mating? That makes me think of, like, National Geographic and, like, that narrator where he's like, no, I'm so dead. The Sydney is now mating with her mate in their natural habitat. So you're welcome. Next time you have sex, think about it as, like, a National Geographic, like, we're going to me. Yes. Please don't. Please don't. You didn't have, have, you didn't have to Morgan Freeman's far. voice in your head next time you are humping that someone, that and that's it. Just kidding. Pacific, specific. I can't say Pacific. Specific. Pacific. Specific. I think that's about it for this episode. I think this was a very fruitful episode and interesting for sure. No. Like usual, what's new? Um. Do not say, guys. I won't. You said. I love how you sensed it because it's my. I um, sensed it coming. You go. Mm. I know. So I was guys. Like, ah. No. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart. Uh, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Crying in Public Podcast. And for this episode, this is very special. I have two special announcements. The first is specifically related to this episode, and that is if you have any first date or date in general 
uh, inquiries or want us to give advice, we would absolutely love to specifically cater to you. Uh, just DM the Instagram and let us know if you want us to, let us know if you don't want us to use your first name because we're never going to say your last name, but we find it more personable when we say your first name. So just let us know if you don't want us to use that or a name that you would like us to call you, etc. whatever the fuck you want. Uh, just anything particularly relating to dates, sexual experiences, like whatever you feel comfortable asking us about, if you want to ask us anything, we would love to answer those questions on the next full episode. We're doing something special. We want to hear from you guys and feature you guys because you're all awesome. And number two is we're thinking about doing another giveaway soon uh, featuring some merch. So we had a few merchy options uh, posted on the Instagram story a little while ago. But it's basically just like a light gray sweatshirt with white lettering and a black sweatshirt with black shiny lettering. And they're both really great options. Um, The light gray one, like those are just prototypes though. So that's not going to be what we give away in the merch unless it's the black one because that's our favorite. But just let us know what you want to see from us regarding merch. If you want wine glasses, hats, sweatpants, more sweatshirts, I don't like bracelets like I don't whatever you want just let us know and we'll try to make it happen we really love when you guys personally DM us and we try to respond to every single one of them so we love you thank you so much for listening and oh my god. yeah gracias uh, oh my god Dinata oh my god. ew oh my god bestie John's John John's mind those things that you eat that are red they're like lobsters but aren't lobsters prawns prawns yeah ew. shrimp but not shrimp. Yeah, it's like it's like the are. shrimp and a lobster had a child. Ew. Yeah, though. Yeah, that's so accurate. We had salmon tonight, anyway. Oh, we had salmon. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so random. It's a seafood. Um. Goodbye. Bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty-five years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come